Hello, 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 and welcome to the Potter Vision Podcast, the podcast where every two weeks, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and a dashing gent, Tom Laurinson, we read a chapter of a children's book series, only one, we do it every week, the same series, it's Harry Potter, and we talk about it. This week we are on episode 124, we're on chapter 27 of book 5, and it's called The Centaur and the Sneak. How are you? I'm alright, I had a bad night's sleep last night. Yeah, I know you did, because then you had to sleep this morning when we were supposed to record. Guess what time I went to sleep? Hmm, I'm going to go bad night's sleep, 2am. I went to sleep at 10pm. Oh. I said to myself, I'm going to get up nice and early, do the pot of vision reading, and then be all... <laughs> and then be all ready for the podcast at 10am. Went to sleep yeah. at 10pm. Literally, went off like that. Yeah. Woke up again at 2am. Oh no, that's the worst. I woke up at 2 a.m. I was wide awake. Yeah. Tried to sleep. I was like, ah, ah. So I went downstairs. Couldn't stop sneezing. I was sneezing loads. Sneezing. It's not everywhere. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a spooky ghost had covered me in goo. Um, Yeah. So I went downstairs and I started watching a TikTok on my phone to try and make me sleepy. You know, a bit of stimulation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then after an hour, TikTok was like, you've watched too much TikTok now. Go to bed. And I'm like, I've had an hour. (laughs) That is too much. It's not. How much is too much? What's What's the limit? When shit videos start appearing. You telling me that you scroll through an hour of solid gold... And they haven't started showing you any shitties. That's what I'm telling you, Professor. That's what I'm telling you. Alright. Alright, fair enough. And so I I stay up for two hours, go back, get in bed at 4am. And I sleep through until 10. Mmm. Yeah. Well, if that was me, I'd have set an alarm, but... You know, what what can I say? The thing is about me... (laughs) Me and you are different. Yeah. (laughs) Never in a million years did I think I was going to sleep till 10. And also, I'm at a point in my life, I think most people get to this point, where they stop setting alarms. They just think, I will wake up when I am recharged. Do you not ever think that? I don't think as many people do that as you think. What are you talking about? I think... I think as long as people have got things to wake up for, they will set an alarm. Why risk being late? Well, c- call me. Scares me. I, I, maybe, I suppose I'm just hopeless then, because I've got nothing in this world to wake up for. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get so paranoid that my alarm is not even going to go mm. off, that me and Martina both set an alarm the night before. So they both go off at the same time. And what? Because if because sometimes I think in the middle of the night I've turned it off for some reason while I've been half asleep. Playing a prank on yourself. Yeah, a little sleep sleep pranking myself. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. 
But it was. But yeah, because I, I was snoozing. Alarm got me up this morning. I, I was snoozing this morning, and I kept thinking to myself, mm. "Why am I? What's? Why am I stirring? Why is my sleep stirring? Because I've got nothing to wake up for. Like I've don't have to go anywhere." Yeah. And then, yeah, ten a.m. I was like, "Bloody hell!" I was meant to do a podcast today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was here waiting, and uh, yeah, got a text. Me overslept. Me not done my notes. Let's do it later. Yeah, and then I got hungry, and then I had to go and get myself. Oh, I let myself down today. I took a gamble, and it didn't pay off. I've just been to a local bakery cafe type place, right? But you took yourself see... out for lunch. Well, well I don't have, we don't have anything in. I just went to get something from the bakery, right? Like a Greg's type thing. So I go there, right? And they've got a new thing, right? It's called Schnack Des Monats, right? Snack of the month, right? So I thought, ooh, what's that? And it was called Feuriger's Wiebelmet. Feuriger's Wiebelmet. Right, I know Wiebel some Matt. of these words. <laughs> so I was like, right, the Feuriger is what they normally do, which is just like bread with pepper on it, like spicy bread. So I was like, I like that. Zwiebel is onion. I was like, I like onion. <sighs> met. I don't know what met is, but I like two of those things. I might like the third thing. So I will have... One of your very finest Feuerigger's Weevil Mets, please. So she goes, coming right up, sugar. Sugar? Right. No, no, I want sugar. She just called me that in this scenario that I've made up. I've not made up the scenario, but I made up that she called me sugar. Anyway, so she gives me this sandwich. She kisses you right, a sandwich. And Met. This is the sandwich, right? And Met turns out to be meats. But meat in German is Fleisch. So I've never heard of what this Met is, even though it does sound like meat. But it's like, um, it's like horrible spam, mashed up spam meat. And uh, it was horrible. I can't, I don't even know what to describe it as apart from like spam, but like mashed up more. What was wrong with it? And it was, uh, yeah, what was wrong with it? It's just too meaty and I don't like raw meat. Raw? Well, it was red. <laughs> it was horrid. It's like a weird ham. I don't know, I don't know what to, how to describe it. But I will never order a Feuerigger's Weeble Met again. <laughs> That's my new rule. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd like it. So I ate like about three bites of that. You think you would? Yeah, I had about three bites of that and then left that and then had a chocolate muffin. <laughs> and that took him an hour. No, no, it took me an hour. Well, I had to walk to the shop and then uh, the washing was done, so I had to take the washing out of the dryer before it gets all crinkly. Mm. I'm a busy boy. I've got, you know, I've got uh, chores to do. Busy boy. Mm. A busy little boy. Uh, hey, tell you what though, uh, I think last time on the pod we said that the house had gone through and uh, finally sold the house. Well, last week we used a bit of the old dinero from the house to buy a car. So we've now got a car in Germany that's a German car. What the hell? I know. 
Well, I'll say German, it's Hyundai, which is that Korean. But it's not the same one, it's not the i10, it's gone up in the world, it's bigger. It's an i30 and it's grey and it's nice. So yeah, now we can like go to the shops without having to carry a week's worth of shopping down the road like that. Oh. How the other half live going out buying cars. I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're like most of the money, we're saving it for the future. But yeah, we did need a car, so we've invested in a car now. I can't believe your house has gone through. I, when you said it was sold, I was like, it's not sold. Yeah, it's sold. <laughs> There's nothing more they can do. I am a I free to... man. I was thinking to myself, no, 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 no. That, <laughs> that house is going to drag him to hell. with ch you're, You'll be in like, a, I don't know, you'll be at the seaside and chains will just appear, wrap around your feet and drag you back into that house. And, uh, well, I was thinking that after the past two, three years I've had with it. Well, I think the, the first ever podcast episode, episode one of the Pottervision podcast, I was talking about that house having damp and mould. Mm. And now we're on episode 124 and I've only just got rid of the bloody thing. After all well, that bloody work that was done to it. If you, if you watch the podcast on YouTube, as a reminder that we put video episodes of the podcast on YouTube, it's up to you if you want to watch it. Yeah. And if you've got a keen eye, you'll notice that my my damp has not left. Uh, oh yeah, it's back with a vengeance. Well, well that's just... definitely a leak, isn't it? I had uh, like rising damp. Yeah, we've got um, falling Fall, damp. Falling damp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like a shit 70s sitcom. But uh, yeah, falling damp. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. Lucy thinks it's fixed. I touch it, I'm like, that's wet to the touch. I'm like, it's yeah, fixed. Yeah. It's fixed. But I really like that you've, uh, you've painted that bit white so you can really see when it gets damp. Really easily. Well, yeah, well, once the first time it was dry, I painted that white as a tester. And I was like, well, we'll see yeah. if it comes through. And then it comes yeah. through. Bloody hell. Um, I don't know, but that's life. I'm thinking about wandering into traffic later. Uh, yeah, see what yeah, because of that, yeah. Mm. Oh, you can just walk it. off. Like, that's what you forget about life sometimes. Listeners, you can just walk away from anything. Like, if I wanted to, I could just go yeah. to Spain and just live on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, go to Spain, live on the beach. Yeah. Get a, get a tent and I wouldn't have my problems anymore, would I? Or I could uh, get some shoes, fill them with cement and walk off the end of Blackpool Pier. That might be nice. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't recommend that to listeners, but, uh, you know. Listen. Do what you like. Both, both seaside things. Yeah, I don't recommend listeners do that. That's what I recommend for myself. I don't want listeners doing that. No easy way out for you listeners. You've got to trudge on and uh, accept the horrible life that you may have. <laughs> well, I've had a nice week anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, well... Uh, there's a bit of a Potter Vision conspiracy theory starting up. Do you know about this? No. What? Well, last week we did a Double Vision episode all about uh, Hadrian's Wall and the fact that you were walking along Hadrian's Wall 
Mm. And suddenly in the news this week, it turns out that one of the most iconic landmarks in Britain, the Sycamore Gap Tree, has been mysteriously cut down by a vandal. And right. uh, two, people have been in touch to, two people have been in touch to suggest it might be you that's Who? done it. Who? <laughs> hey, he's got the means. <laughs> hey, before today, he only had the opportunity. Now we've seen that he's got the means. All we need now is motive. And we've got him. Who said, who said I, I, I want full names? Who said I chopped it down? <laughs> I don't know if I can read full names, but somebody commented on the Patreon post and somebody commented on the Instagram post. Oh, yeah, what are, four, what are their four names? <laughs> I don't have them to hand, but, uh, but you, you, you're welcome to do your own research. Do I know and, them? Uh, uh, maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, it's very <laughs> mysterious. Oh, so, that is an absolute tragedy, and what an accusation to accuse me of that. That's like going, <laughs> genuinely, That what a horrible thing to accuse me of. Might seem light-hearted, but that is exactly <laughs> like going, oh, I think uh, Lucas might have been involved in the disappearance of Madeleine McCann. Ooh, <laughs> comment that. It's a horrible accusation. That is horrible, yeah. Well, how old would I have been? Hmm... When did she go missing? 2007. I'd have been 13. I don't think I could have feasibly gone to Portugal on my own. Anyway, why am I entertaining the thoughts? <laughs> I don't know why, people. What a horrible accusation. <laughs> well, I think you were only indirectly under suspicion. But someone was like, oh, how strange that Tom went down uh, Adrian's wall and then at the very same time, it Tree got knocked down. That's Ooh, been in been Robin a... Hood, Prince of Thieves. There's been an acid attack in Germany. This isn't Lucas, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not me. I would only ever commit an alkaline attack, which I assume is harmless. Toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> That'd still sting though in the eyes, wouldn't it? Oh, oh yeah. That's a funny attack, isn't it? Because if you've got a brand new tub of toothpaste and proper squeezed it, I reckon you could get quite a bit of force out of that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a bit definitely. of Colgate three in one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. So you're denying it then, I'm assuming. You're denying the allegation. You got right. I will not tolerate allegations being put before me. Well, I'm going to say this then. I, I, whoever has accused me, I accuse of being involved in <laughs> gangs. <laughs> so, we await your response in the post. <laughs> whoever it was that accused Tom. <laughs> we will be sending you an official letter via the Pottervision Crow. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're not on the Patreon, unfortunately, we have a new member of the podcast. Uh, it's the Pottervision Crow, and it's <laughs> a formal way that we distribute news. Uh, there is a crow that uh, we hand a letter, kiss, and then throw into the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all 
love the Pottervision grow. See, this is, you know, if you're not joining us on the Patreon, you're missing out on the birth of new insides running jokes, such as the Pottervision crow. <laughs> hey, well, someone actually asked, uh, I'm not very organised today, I forgot the name, but somebody asked um, about how Connie is. We've not heard from Connie in a while. Oh, Connie. She's uh, recently took a trip a week after me to Hadrian's Wall. She won't say what she, she won't say what she's been up to there, but uh, she's covered in sawdust and she keeps saying, "I hate the National Trust." So make of that what you will. Oh, very interesting. And the other person someone was asking about was Lewis Shaw. Wait, how's Lewis Shaw? Who's asking about that? We're not the same person. I forgot. I'm not very good with names today, am I? Lewis Shaw. Lewis is all right. He um his car broke down a few months ago, so he bought himself a uh, a newer car. Uh, oh, that's not nice. Yeah, he's got a newer car now. Hmm. Very good. Um. Yeah, we communicate by sending each other memes. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think either of us have ever asked the other one how the other one is in our friendship. <laughs> if you look through our WhatsApp media sent list, it's a catalogue of 10 years of memes. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah, the history of memes through one chat. It's mm. exciting. Oh, very good. Have you been up to much else this week? I uh, I did a talk at Salford Uni. Oh, yeah. What are you telling them about? Well, Bron asked me if I'd come in and do a Q&A about social media. Oh, yeah. So I How went in. Go? <laughs> For me, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know about the, I don't know what the students took from it. That was a very weird experience for them. They were asking good questions. There was a generally funny bit at the end where a girl put her hand up and said, uh, "What is your? do you have like a plan uh, for the next few years for your social media? And I went, oh, I don't know, I might just stop doing it. I can't be asked anymore. And then another girl went, mm, how inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> you don't owe them anything you you don't have a you know you don't have to be an inspiration to anybody do you no no yeah did that uh yeah full of like allergies today i can't i don't know what it is i don't know if it's like a pollen count but like i woke up sneezing i've not stopped being uncomfortable ever since bloody hell you'd have thought that'd all be going away now as we head into october well, God likes to spite me in many different ways. <laughs> He's quite creative in that way, isn't he? I was thinking, I was, I'd like a revelation. <laughs> I've always considered myself like an atheist to some degree. I don't know about yes. you. I'm like, oh, I'm an atheist, yeah, yeah. probably. I don't believe in God. Yet, all the time, every day, I'm like, oh, God's doing to me now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice to blame it on somebody that won't have the feelings hurt, isn't it? Oh, I'll be like, I'll never win the lottery. God doesn't want me to win the lottery. I've got to go through life the hard way. Everything I'm blaming on God. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not an atheist. I'm thinking about this God all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like to do that, you know, just with Scooby-Doo, for example. Oh, Scoob! You know, if like something, if there's been like a mishap in the house or something, I'll just 
Blame it on Scooby Doo and then I feel better. I blame it Even on. Even though he's not there. I blame it on Raggy. <laughs> well, yeah, it made me Raggy has been involved. I wouldn't be surprised if Raggy had rocked down the Rickamore Reed in uh, Ragewind's role. Sycamore Gap, how horrible. Definitely, and I throw this accusation out there, I throw, yeah. I'm definitely a farmer. Do you reckon, yeah, he's thinking, oh, I reckon it's like a neighbour, you know, like, because the, the shadow of the trees going over where they might be able to sunbathe. Maybe they've cut it down because of that. Definitely a farmer who hates, see, farmers, what they hate is, they hate the citizens of this country being allowed to walk across the country. So, unfortunately for farmers, through several bits of their farms, there is, like, rights of past like rights to roam so people can walk through like when you walk Adrian's wall you walk through hundreds of farms and yeah, yeah, they yeah. hate it even though it's been that way for a long time they they hate it they hate it they hate it they want to be the only ones in these massive plots of lands where no one is about they want the rest of the country to be condensed into horrible little cities where literally I'm looking in my back garden and I can see, like, humans. When can I go a moment of my life without having to look at another humans? Farmers want that all for themselves. So, they, so they're trying to, to, to spite the thousands of people that yeah. walk the Hadrian's Wall path every year. They cut down the sycamore tree. Definitely. All right, there you have it. And I give. I. I, uh, I t- if I was the judge if, on this uh, case, farmer before me, I'd look at him in the face and go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast as well, but I don't understand what farmers do. They farm, don't they? Right, lovely. So uh, we got a, we got massive, got like twenty acres of fields, yeah. And uh, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. this field, there's forty sheep. Yeah, and you're like, All right. Okay. Yeah. What do we need sheep for? <laughs> for wool, to uh, till the land, eat the grass, poop out, keep the grass nice. Okay, let's have a look at myself. So I'm wearing Lamp. I'm wearing clothes made completely of polyester. That's plastic. Yeah. I'm not wearing any wool. Yeah. Well, there are other people in Britain, uh, apart from you, aren't there? Right, so... They might not be wearing plastic. W- right, so, uh, sheep, get rid of them. Cows, keep factory farm them, for all I care. I don't know. Like, if you're going to kill them anyway, they might as well... <laughs> cows. Oh, cows. Yeah, but again, they've got to eat the grass, haven't they, and poop out no, and keep, the, you never keep see, the soil rich. You never see that many uh, cows in a field. You never see that many cows in a field. I feel like we're in two different uh, realities here. I don't know if we're ever going to come to an agreement on farms. But then, I don't know, maybe because I'm Welsh, I'm more more integrated into the agriculture. You, Mr Indoors. (laughs) No, but my my second cousin owns a farm. What does he do with it? Well, they do, uh, well, not much, actually. They rent one of it out for, like, uh, they rent a field out for tents. <laughs> but they used to have livestock and stuff, but I think they do build, uh, I think they do grow veggies and stuff. I don't know much about it, to be honest. 
Mr. Integration doesn't know much about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anymore. And does your cousin get annoyed when people go onto the land? No, I don't think so. Well, it's like, but it's like you said, there are public paths that go through it, so I don't think that bothered. I was a bit scared when I was camping Hadrian's Wall because I was like, I'm going to have to stick to the uh, yeah. campsites. Because uh, I was watching videos and farmers are insane. Um, this I was watching this video on YouTube. This girl had parked outside of a farm on the road yeah. overnight. And she went back to her car and a farmer had thrown a brick through every window and slashed all four of her tyres. Fucking hell. And this was in Wales. You're, uh, you're, can I say? You're, we are feral. Your cousin, perhaps? Yeah, maybe, yeah. She's in North Wales. Yeah, probably. Probably. 50-50, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now, Tom, are you ready for a chapter 27, <laughs> book 5? There have been many an accusation. I think this has been a record... For the most accusations <laughs> in a Pottervision episode, I think there's been at least five accusations. And I don't think in the previous hundred episodes there's been five together. So very accusatory. <laughs> well, well, let me say this. Um, <laughs> I forget, I genuinely forget how many listeners we have. Like, in my head, I'm yeah. like, oh, we've got about 100 listeners. No one listens to this shit. But then, like, you look at the figures, you're like, oh, 2,000 people listen to this a week, do they? <laughs> yeah. And they're all being accused. Fuck it, I think your nana shot JFK. I'm not having that. Let's have that out there. I'm not having that. Hey. She was the third woman on the grassy knoll. Hoarding land. I do think all the land in this country should be redistributed. They don't need it. They genuinely yeah. don't need it. Yeah, but if you distributed it all e equally, you'd have like two metres squared of grass. What are you going to do with oh, that? Oh, nationalise it, you dumb bastard. Watch, make it free for everybody. There's enough for an acre each. Yeah. Who's going to look after it, though? Council. Do you think the farmer's looking after it? They don't do anything. They just throw a load of sheep out there Ooh. and we hope for the best. Well, there's another accusation. I, I do not... Farmers. I don't know what we need sheep for. Yeah, well, I've tried to explain it. You uh, think wool? How much wool are you wearing right now? you got a woolly jumper on, <laughs> woolly socks... What do you think's in this? This has got to be a mixture of uh, like wool and stuff, on it? I thought polyester was a mixture of wool and uh, polyester's fibers. plastic. You're wearing cotton. Oh, well, that's oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I don't know what wool is. <laughs> I don't it's think hair off the sheep's back, isn't it? Listen, listen. I want to go back to Adam and Eve days. I want you wearing a big leaf in front of your genitals. <laughs> I would, but the fucking tree's been cut down. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba -ba. Now, here we go. <laughs> it's chapter 27. The centaur and the sneak. So it's time for the brand new divination lessons. And because he's a bloody centaur, he can't climb up the stepladder to go up to the attic. 
So he's made himself a forest in a classroom. And they're there learning about astronomy, but he says, nothing's certain. You don't know anything, we don't know anything, so get used to it, right? <coughs> Next thing, it's a DA meeting, right? They're doing Patronuses, but they get rumbled. Dobby comes in and says that Umbridge is chasing them. Mm -hmm. So they run away. Harry gets tripped up by Malfoy and gets caught by Umbridge. Mm -hmm. And uh, they go into Dumbledore's office and it's like, bloody hell, they're in trouble now. Uh, this girl, Ma Mallory something, I can't remember what her name is, Marietta, um, has grasped on him. Right. But Dumbledore wiggles the way out of the, you know, out of it, gets Harry off the hook. But then Umbridge is like, yeah, but look at this, Dumbledore's army. She has a big sheet of paper with a list of students on it. She's like, what's that all about? And Dumbledore decides to say that it's him that's organised it all. He's like, well, it's Dumbledore's army, isn't it? I'm making an army with children. And then she's like, what? And they try and, um, <laughs> they what? Try and arrest him. <laughs> they try and arrest him, but he does that. And then he disappears in a in a fireball, like that, and uh, goes away. And now he's on the run or something. And that was the centaur and the sneak. Coney 2012, meet Dumbledore, 1998. Sorry? Remember Coney 2012? <laughs> Do I remember 2012? Coney 2012. No, I don't remember Coney 2012. You do. A man called Coney in the jungle had a child army. Oh, yes, I do, actually. Yes. Yeah, 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 I do. What was that all about? Yeah, what was it all about, anyway? <laughs> Who's, what's the army for? What's his it, name? Coney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, like, a massive internet campaign to try and stop Coney 2012. And, like, everyone was donating money. And then in the end, they were like, this isn't a problem. Ignore it. And the rest of the country <laughs> went, all right. At first, I thought you said Tony. I'm like, no kids are going to follow a bloke called Tony. You bloody would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but I'm an adult, aren't if I? If you'd follow a Tony, all he'd need is a waistcoat and a snooker cue. You'd go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there could be two possibles. It could be either Tony Drago from Malta, uh, or it could be Tony Mio, or it could be Tony Knowles from the 80s. You're telling me... You're asleep one night, right? Like that. Yeah. Mm, mm. You hear a knock at the window. You go to the window, open up the curtains. It's Tony Knowles with the snooker cue poking up at your window. And he goes, oh. come down now. What are you saying? I'm going right away, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my slippers on. <laughs> Where are we off to? Lucas, come back! I'll be back, <laughs> Mum and Dad. Just going with Tony Knowles. He's taking you to the Welsh jungle. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd love a game of snooker with Tony Knowles. <laughs> I'm worried about my statements on farmers now. 
Hmm. Let's, yeah, I was when you said it, to be honest. Let's say, uh, let's say, everything I just said about farmers is satire. Yeah, all right. I keep seeing people like say things are satire online. I'm like, it's not satire. Yeah. <laughs> I hate immigrants. That's satire, yeah? I've just said some satire there. No, no, that, that was xenophobic. Uh, there's nothing satirical about that. You're just racist, aren't you? I've seen some people like do characters on, like, online. And they're like, it's satire. But the character they're doing seems to be someone, like, with special educational needs. Yeah. And, like, what's the... That's awful. Who are you satiring? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what's satire ought to be, like, about stuff in the news or politics or something? Mm. Can't just be the disadvantaged. (laughs) Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, take what we say with a pinch of salt. Mm. I'm saying this. I'm like, oh, there's no way of editing it. This goes out live, more or less. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to pluck up the motivation to listen through this with a fine tooth comb. Um. So, hmm, guess that's it for me then. I'm gonna have. Farmers coming at me with pitchforks. What do we need sheep for? Sheep yeah, are kept. We're googling for, that. Sheep are kept for meat. I'm never eating sheep. Are you eating sheep? Oh yeah, I love a bit of lamb meat. And for milk, I'm not drinking that. Halloumi, isn't that sheep's cheese? Well, you have enough you of have that. A few of my halloumi bites from Nando's. Like a, <laughs> You're obsessed. That's all you ever think about. <laughs> I do think about it more than anyone should. I will admit that. But I, I wouldn't say it's all I think about. It'll be on... Yeah, I could die tomorrow. And Lucas would come to the funeral, yeah. paying his respects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if he like, sat there, people going up to, you know, give their um, you know, condolences to my family and Lucy... And Luke, and he'd yeah. say to, he'd go up to Lucy and be like, I can't. It saddens me to say this on a day like today, but I'm getting a flight back tomorrow. He did have quite a few of my uh, halloumi sticks. Um, I don't know if you've got a tenner I could have to buy some more. No, I, I just thought I'd bring it up. I just thought. I'd bring it up. <laughs> so carry on, Vicar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I was at your funeral, I'd leave a halloumi stick on the coffin in tribute to you, because you always bloody have one of mine. And a big chunk of the chilli jam. Do we need... It, right. When Tom has some of your food, right, it's almost like an invasion of privacy. Like, <laughs> I remember him taking a, a chip or something from my plate, but then the way he goes into the dip... It's like, it's like nothing sacred. <laughs> like, if that, if that was me and I would like wanting to do a bit of somebody's dip, I'd like dip a little bit of, off the side. He's going bang into the centre, <laughs> scooping it out, destroying it. We're, <laughs> like a five-year-old colouring. We're brothers. <laughs> brothers share food. 
right. So, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Chapter 27. Well, they've got a brand new teacher, haven't they? Firenze, or Firenze, as Stephen Fry likes to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says here that Parvati was curling her eyelashes with a wand. Is there anything that a wand can't do? I think it'd be so lovely to be a wizard because you wouldn't need any appliances or gadgets, would you? Like right now, I wouldn't need this microphone. I could just talk into a wand, record it with the pensive, mm. send it to you via an owl or a crow. And it'd be done. I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't need all these gadgets. I wouldn't need that light. I could use the uh, Deluminator, couldn't I? Well, that is a gadget, isn't it? So that's like, yeah, why does he have the Deluminator? Can't a wand do that? That seems like the most pointless thing in the world. Oh, no, I can't do that with me wand. Turn that light out. No, no, I need to invent my new gadgets, the uh, Deluminator. I've got a new gadget to I unlock this door. Do. Can I just use Lohamora? I've got a key. <laughs> Come on, Lohamora. Hello, Amora. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, because I was... Uh, somebody brought me up on this. I'm sorry I'm not saying any names of these people who are getting in touch. I've forgotten them. But um, I remember saying in an episode, like, why does Dumbledore need all these gadgets? But I think what's supposed to be impressive about them is that he's made them all himself but then just use you just use your wand do you know what i mean mm. yeah i don't really find yeah. that that impressive no i don't yeah sounds like it sounds like your house would have go on no go on you go just that your house wouldn't have so much clutter because you wouldn't need any gadgets or, you know, you wouldn't need any appliances or oh. electronics. You just have one wand and you'd be sorted. That would be good, that getting Hermione's handbag from the last book. I'd just put my whole house in it. I'd have an empty house and then I'd put my hand in the bag anytime I wanted this specific thing. Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't even have to search for it, would you? you just have to say... Accio Futsbar, yeah. and out, out it would go. I know. How nice would that yeah. be? Nice empty house. Oh, none of yeah. this clutter. Look at this clutter I've got. Things. All this crap. Yeah. Look, I've got my desk here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Conan. I bought a. I bought another one. Yeah. Just for you. Just for fun. I thought this would be fun. Hey, here we go. <laughs> hey! Look at that. He's dressed up as Hitler reading. <laughs> oh, that's I lovely. I was thinking it was a Groucho thing. And I was like, why is the tash so small? <laughs> didn't he have a little tash? Well, Hitler ruined that, didn't he? Because lots of people had a little tash, Charlie Chaplin. You ruined that, Hitler. Oliver Hardy. Of all the things you've done, yeah. taking that tash away from us. Yeah. Yeah, but it is a strange idea, isn't it? Well, I think I'll just leave the middle. But then what about the other way, cutting out the middle and having two bits at the end with a gap? 
thin idea, couldn't it? So I've looked up uses of wool. Right. Right. We need to crack on with this episode, Tom. Uh, <laughs> we're 40 minutes in. You're still Googling what do we need sheep? I don't think we need sheep. <laughs> I, think, I think there's plenty of the nation who would agree with me that we can just stop breeding sheep, just let them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We could send them all to the Isle yeah. of Man. Yeah, rename it the Isle of Sheep. I wouldn't do that. Stick them all there. Um, But we need wool for making blankets. Again, all my blankets are polyester. Uh, Carpets Mm. are made from using wool. I don't have carpets in my house. I just have polyester carpets. Upholstery is made from wool. Again, not me. Uh, Insulation. I don't have insulation. My heating bill is through the roof. Winter clothes, again, all my winter clothes are polyester. This, I think I'm onto something here. I think I've, like, cracked something. I think it's, like, you know, a conspiracy. Mm. Mm. Well, I think you're mental. But that's two different opinions, isn't it? Uh, How many sheep (laughs) in the UK? Mm, It's got to be a million. 33 million. (laughs) <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah. Well, they've got to keep the grass cut, haven't they? You don't want to be mowing the lawn and then having to put fertiliser in the... The sheep do, you know, self-fertilise the ground, make it nice for growing vegetables. It's all a con. Why do we need sheep? Why do we need these walls separating all the land? All the land that used to be common land where people could just go on into it and grow their own vegetables and stuff. No, several hundreds, maybe a thousand years ago, they decided to cut it all up and give it to several landowners. Not fair. Redistribute. What are we talking about? Anyway, it sounds like all these kids are in love with the horse, the way they're gushing over it, except Hermione. She said, uh, Hermione says, oh, he's still got four legs like a horse. And she said that, Coolly. That's never going away, is it? Every book, coolly, makes an appearance. <laughs> coolly. Oh, yeah, they're like fancying him, and it's like, well, it's a, bit, it's a bit like bestiality, that, isn't it? But then I feel like Hermione's very disrespectful about Firenze, because he's like, no, I've never really liked horses. It's like, well, that's a bit species. Yeah, he's not a fucking horse. He's a centaur. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because he's as much human as he is horse, isn't he? He's half human, half horse. It's wild, though. So you might, yeah. What qualifications yeah. does friends have that they can just go, he's a teacher now? Well, they, they can just hire anybody. Like, they stick Hagrid up as the care of magical creatures teacher. They've got a ghost teaching history. Yeah, all right, let's get a horse And also, in. <laughs> on, I can't help but notice that friends is naked. Yeah, um, look, you've asked us all to lie on the ground. Uh, we, you're walking Stop past us. Stop standing over us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't like that. I've um, got to say, friends, you've got the biggest set of testicles I've ever seen in my life. And um, I'm not afraid, I can't, I can't help but notice, you've got the biggest cock I've ever seen as well. It's like two tangerines and a bratwurst I'm looking at here, friends. I'm supposed to be concentrating on astronomy. 
Uh, I cannot focus on the constellations because I've got your meat and two veg flapping around. I know you would look weird in shorts, but if you could, maybe next lesson, uh, stick a pair of trousers on. Or could you sit down? Yeah, or could we stand up? I feel like you've engineered a lot of things here, friends, uh, to lead to the situation where we are face-to-face with your genitalia. Everyone follow me, but duck walk while you do it. No. <laughs> no. I reckon Hagrid's getting jealous. Why is, why is friends allowed to be naked and I'm not? Yeah, look, look at this. Right, Hagrid, put that away. <laughs> he's a magic. Look at these pumpkins. He's... Look at this Swede. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a magical beast, and I'm not. I'm half giant. Well, yeah, I'm a magical you know, old beast. giant. I would love that. <laughs> Next lesson, Hagrid walking round Starkus. Right, well if he can do it, so can I. Dumbledore comes in and spanks him. Right. Naughty. Naughty. Bruise your pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a bit odd, isn't it? So funny as well, Dean Thomas. Did a Hagrid breed you like you did that? <laughs> <laughs> right, Hagrid is not the creator of all life, Dean. He is. Hagrid is not God. <laughs> did Hagrid breed you? Hagrid bred you, did he? Oh, so funny. Yeah. Dean. And also, what payment is Friends getting for this new role? So he's been ostracised by his fellow uh, censors. Yeah, he's been ostracised. Ostracised. (laughs) What is... What what payment is worthy of getting, like, kicked out of the group? Mm. Mm. Sugar lumps. Hey. Sugar lumps. <laughs> I know. I was adding to it like hey, like straw. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you didn't hear me. Hey. <laughs> yeah, sugar lumps. Hey. Maybe new With shoes. Salt. Oh yeah. I reckon Dumbledore could do him a nice pair. Hey, it's, there's something very fascinating about those videos where they sort out a horse's shoe. You know, and they're like, they get a horse's foot and then they're like chiselling at it. And then yeah. they get like a burning hot shoe and stick it to their foot. And the horse is like, not bothered. What's funny, there's always a comment and it always makes me laugh. <laughs> Someone always comments saying, does this hurt the horse? Yeah, if it fucking hurt the horse, you'd be kicked in the skull. Doing it's, it. But it's funny though, because since that, people comment that on anything. Like, it'll be, a, yeah. it'll be a video of someone, like, I don't know, falling out of a car and someone coming, does this hurt the horse? <laughs> That's funny. Does this, it's on anything. Does this hurt the horse? Or, like, a man, you know, sometimes you see videos where it's like the person in the video certainly died, but they just cut it off before the splatter, and you're like, like... A man jumping off a cliff to parachute and the parachute not going off and they just eh, fade to black. Oh, God. Does this, does this hurt the horse? 
<laughs> Bloody hell. Well, yeah, because as if a horse is going to stand still with its back leg up, if you're hurting it, it's not just going to be up there going, oof, steady on back there. It's going to bloody kick and run off. Ferenz has been blacklisted. He's been banished, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's not allowed back there anymore. He's been kicked in the chest. Have you ever thought that you've been banished? Are you, have you been banished? Is that why you have to live in Germany now? No, no. I uh, fell in love with a lady called Martina. Ah! Went to live with her and get married. That'll be it. <laughs> That'll be it. Um, have I ever been banished? No, I don't think so. Um, no, I've not. I'm, uh, I try to be well behaved wherever I go. Have you been banished anywhere? Well, it's funny, isn't it? So, Ferenz says to Harry, go warn Hagrid. Whatever he's doing, stop. It's not going to work. And he goes and tells yeah. Hagrid. And Hagrid says, yeah. there's more important things than keeping a job. Yeah. And that's what I always used to think to myself when I'd start watching a film at work on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at work at the office and I'd put my phone up and start watching the film. I was like, there's more important things in this job. Sometimes you've got to watch Friday the 13th. Part three. <laughs> yeah. There's more important things than... Oh, pack me stuff up. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Empty my desk. <laughs> Do you know what? I have a theory, right? That every movie in which somebody gets sacked, right, they only use... There's like, a, in Hollywood, there is one box that they use for the scene where someone clears out their desk because it looks the same in every film. You know that cardboard box with like a picture hanging out of it and some files? And it's like someone's last day at work or they've cleared out their desk or whatever. Yeah, like a plant, a clock. <laughs> yeah, it's always exactly the same. And I, I have a theory that they've got a cupboard with just that in it. And it's like, right, someone's getting sacked in this movie. Get the sacking box. Get the sacking box. Come on. Oh, someone else is using it. I wish they'd included all this uh, Ferenz stuff in the uh, films. I do, yeah. It's really got the film going a bit more if we'd had a horse cock halfway through. I think so. Instead of like yeah, that... I do. You know, that, that weird montage of... The kids running round into the room of requirement, escaping filch, which turned my stomach. I can't watch the film. For oh that yeah, reason. I know it's all a bit uh, Cartoon Network, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> like running through corridors and uh, hiding behind walls and stuff. Half Blood yeah. Prince after this. Yeah, Half Blood Prince after this. We're not too far away from ending. I think we've only got about ten more chapters left of this book. That's, that's a year! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose about 20 weeks. It's a season, isn't it? Less than, more than. God, yeah, bloody hell. That's like four or five months. Bloody hell. Well, yeah, Half-Blood Prince, then Deathly Hallows, and then... Don't know. There aren't any more, are they? No, that's it. Then we're dead. Yeah, then we can finally sign off. That's good. That was probably.
Probably just made a few people sad there. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens by the time we finish the books. Have we got a hundred patrons? Nearly. I think we're close to a hundred, aren't we? How many have we got? Ninety something, I think. Ninety-eight. What does it say on here. Hey, two more, and uh, that'll be hundred then, won't it? Oh. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. And I remind you, if you are on Patreon, we're doing a live podcast recording on the 29th of October. Uh, so if you want to join us, we'll be recording a pod like this where you can be present who, in the online meeting. It's been, it's been the question on everyone's lips. Who will be the 100th patron? Yeah, a lot of people have been asking that. And uh, might be interesting, might it? Oh, but also, who will be the 99th patron as well? Oh, that's the, uh, look, we ask ourselves this question since we started Patreon. Who will be number 17? <laughs> and we wait a couple of weeks for each reveal. <laughs> Who will be the 102nd patron? Would it be a load of Dalmatians? I hope so. Or that parrot that was added into the film for no reason. Yeah. That'll be nice, yes, if you want to join us live, then you can, you only have to join on any level on the Patreon, and uh, you can come and uh, watch us online, do a live recording of the pod, and you can type in the live chat as you're doing it, and maybe ask questions at the end. Mm. It's exciting, isn't it? So this, uh, this lesson, right, with friends, yeah, <sighs> he's like... I want to impress on you all that none of this is definite, this fortune-telling, future-seeing stuff. And we've been doing it for years, and even we get things wrong. And I want you all to know that. It's like, well, that's not very helpful for the exams, is it? What are we going to answer in the exam? Nobody knows. Yeah? Why aren't these... It annoys me that the wisdom world does not have a syllabus for these subjects that they follow. Past papers, learning objectives, yeah? <laughs> scheme of work. Why is he just changing up what they're doing? They've just been doing like uh, the planets, haven't they? And now he's like, no, no, you can't believe in all that. That's a load of human nonsense. Great. Will, friends, will we ever be able to understand what you're teaching us? I don't think so. I don't think so. You're only humans. Ah, well, can I change subjects? <laughs> <laughs> this is no help to me whatsoever. Of course you can, but before you go, let me just show you something. Is it going to be your cock and bollocks? How did you know? I saw it in the planets. Hey, you are getting good. <laughs> <laughs> You're improving, you can see the future. I can see something, lad. <laughs> Big Dipper. <laughs> I can see Ursa Major here, lad. <laughs> oh. Hagrid, right? They go to Hagrid because he asks them to give Hagrid a message. He says, Tell Hagrid that what is he, is he attempting? Is not working. And that's all you got to tell him, right? And so they're like, Hagrid, what you're attempting is not working. 
what's all that about? And Hagrid's like, well, I can't say. I'm not going to say anything. So Hagrid, right? We all know you're going to end up telling us or showing us. Cut out the bullshit. You've got your brother in the forest. Why don't you just tell us that? You've got your brother in the forest. He's tied to a tree. Why keep it a secret? We're the only friends you've got. <laughs> Reducing it to that is so funny. I've got my brother in the forest tied to a tree. I'm going to call the police. Please don't. <laughs> no. There's one piece. Please, of, I can explain. There's one piece of information I haven't told you. This sounds like abuse. I don't think there's anything you can say to us that will change our mind. He's a full giant. We'll leave you to it. As you were, Hagrid. <laughs> We don't want to pry. Oh, I've got my brother tied to a tree in the forest. One question, Hagrid. Is he very young? He is. Oh, say no more. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> How old is Grump? He's a kiddie, isn't he? Is he? Oh, a kiddie. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll learn about Grump later. Yeah. Now... They're doing the DA meetings, yeah. right? They're doing Patronuses and they get caught, don't they? Dobby comes to warn them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bloody hell. It's very sad, this, because I feel like the DA meetings was their only sanctuary from the awful regime run by the tyrannical Umbridge. And now they've been rumbled, haven't they? Well, they shouldn't have called it that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, like, if you're doing a secret club, give it a secret name. Call it Rummy Club. Yeah. Don't call it Dumbledore's Army. And they didn't use this sneak thing in the films either, did they? No, no. But yeah, it just sounds a bit like terroristy, doesn't it? Calling it an army and stuff. I know. <laughs> Dumbledore. have a secret group. Right. <laughs> Gonna have a secret group, it's called Isis Extreme. No, no, right, you're not, we're not doing that. We are Dumbledore's Defence League. No, <laughs> we do not want that at all. <laughs> this is Hogwarts First Army. <laughs> uh, anyone want to join the Wizarding National Party? No, no, we're not doing. We are not joining the Wizarding National Party. It sounds awful. <laughs> www. No, we're not doing that. It sounds awful. Yeah, I know. They could have just given it like a fake name or just called it like Grumps or something. You know, like a silly wizard. Oh, everything else is called something like that. Do you want to. <laughs> I've got to do my newts. Um, spew. Uh, do you want to join my new club? Uh, about it's a book club. It's called uh, it's called Spoink. Right, okay. What should we call <laughs> the de the uh, defense against a magical uh, dark magic lesson? Let's call it the New Nazis. Well. <laughs> At least call it N Naz. Give it like a funny, silly wizarding name like everything else. Dumbledore's Army. Right. We'll all need code names. Um, Ron, I'm thinking of calling you Goebbels. 
Hermione, uh, how does Himmler sound for you? What do you think I should be called? What should well, based on them two, do you want to be called Hitler, Harry? Oh, I haven't thought about that. Uh, could do, if that's what you lot are suggesting. I'd be up for that. Uh, but if that's what you lot want, fine. There you go. I don't know if it's ever since I've moved to Germany, but there seems to be a lot more references to the Nazi regime ever since I've moved here. No, 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 no. Thing is, you know this thing at the moment, how yeah. often do you think about the Roman Empire? Uh, How often do you think about the Roman Empire, Lucas? I think about the Roman Empire maybe once every two months. That's low. Um, we still, I think, well, higher than a lot of people. But there's a thing at the minute that's like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? David Mitchell was on The One Show or something, and he says he thinks about the Roman Empire twice a day. A lot of people are thinking about the Roman Empire yeah. all the time. Uh, but it's the same with me and uh, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I can't yeah. keep him out of my mind. I just think, I, I for one, think what he did and his party did during World War Two was horrible. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, and I think because that was, you know, still for some people is in living memory. So it is like still a crazy thing that, that happened. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, and being in Germany as well, like, it's still like a bit, it's a bit of a taboo subject, really. People don't really talk about stuff I like that. I bet. But even that's in, like, I eh? bet it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, it's illegal to uh, do the salute and stuff like that, even as a joke. It's illegal to... To do it, which makes sense. Hmm. Anyway, Harry Potter, uh, the boy who lived. <laughs> but it's not illegal over <laughs> here, is it, lads? <laughs> <laughs> so, they get caught uh, doing their meetings, right? And it's... Uh, What's her name? Marietta Edgecombe. Right. And because Hermione put that little curse on the signing sheet, she's covered in spots. Let's say sneak on the head. Mm. Then uh, Dumbledore, well, I think it's Kingsley Shacklebolt that does like a... Uh, she like, he like does a spell that messes with her mind and makes her forget things. So she can't snitch on That's them. Kingsley. That's Kingsley for you. Yeah, and his reason for doing it, oh yeah, Dumbledore gave me a wink. I knew what he meant. <laughs> he meant that I erased the little girl's memory. Isn't that what That's he meant? That's what he meant. Oh. <laughs> but, but Dumbledore, the wink. Right, I've got a twitch. I don't know why you've just erased that girl's mind. But, but there was the slightest raise of the eyebrow. I know what that means. <laughs> Confucio! Are you sure, Dumbledore? Uh, Turns to Harry. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> I blinked. <laughs> yeah, we all know what that means. Kill Potter. <laughs> oh, I don't know what... All right, if you wish. 
Why have you just put my trousers down? <laughs> Body language. <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't. Y- I don't know where to go with you, Dumbledore. Like you, you say, you're telling me one thing. Your body's telling me yes, but your mouth is telling me no. What do you want me to do? <laughs> my eyebrows are telling me no, <laughs> but my body. Hey, and we got another from Dumbledore cock and bull story. <laughs> where Fudge is like, here we go, another cock and bull story. <laughs> about Is it about friends? No, no, this is about Harry. And yeah, he does a big... Uh, he gets Harry out of trouble, and then... But then Umbridge is like, right, I found this on the wall of the Room of Requirements, and it's a list of Dumbledore's army and all the members. Why have they had that on the wall? I feel like they've made no thought as to how to keep this a secret. Mm. It's a secret group. Uh, We have written every member and the name of it on the wall. Uh, Just so you know. And we've called it Dumbledore's Army. And we've invited everyone. Anyone can join. It's an open invitation. I feel like as long as you're not in Slytherin, anybody can join this club. And how do you know to trust all these people? (laughs) Looking back at that, the list of all party members does seem like it's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, I will put my hand up. Um, Advertising it in the local newspaper maybe was a bad idea. Having everybody meet at the pub, also a bad idea. I, I, I regret that, and I'll admit that. But yeah, I love that Dumbledore, uh, Dumbledore's very stylish and very funny in this chapter, because it's all played along as like a little game, and I found that quite funny. And when he makes up this lie, Dumbledore, that he's the one that set up the army, and he's going up Mm. against Fudge, and Fudge is like, oh, it's you that we're going to get instead of Harry Potter. And Dumbledore's like, oh, yes. It's like losing a knut and finding a galleon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very... He just knows what he's doing. He can have a bloody laugh. No response. Okay, I'll uh, move on to my next <laughs> note. I agreed. <laughs> he agreed silently. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Dumbledore does this whole thing. He causes chaos. Everybody falls to the ground. And then he's like, um, he goes, Harry, I've got to go uh, on the run as a criminal. But before I do, you must make sure that you keep up with your occlumency tuition with Snape. (laughs) Which made me laugh. Because that's as if, like, some criminal's about to go on the run, sets off a bomb, and then before running off goes, keep up the piano lessons. (laughs) Oh, I, th- I thought you'd be doing that this episode. You like doing that. Well, I've, I've, uh, I feel a bit sad about it all. I know you don't care, but Michael Gambon died this week. Oh, yeah, we've not even mentioned that, have we? R.I.P. Yeah. Oh. yeah, well, Tom sent me a text saying Dumbledore's dead. And I replied, that was 20 years ago. 
He replied, no, the other one, and I went, oh, um, Let me take... Yeah. But yeah, very I did sad. a gig the other night, and it was absolutely horrible. I go out, average age, genuinely, everyone is 65 plus. How oh, crap yeah. is that? I go out, all right. I feel like, to, I, I, honestly, I've given up straight away. I was looking at it, I was like, I hate this right now. Absolutely hate this. Uh, and then, because yeah. I started winning them back, I was like, here we go. For some reason, they really like the joke about I do about getting tossed off by Hagrid. Did they? And then I referenced <laughs> Dumbledore in that joke. Yeah. And then I went, rest in peace, Michael Gambon. Like that. And no one like that. I yeah. think it's because they're all so old. They were like, oh, that could be me today. Why you got to bring that up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now Tom is no longer welcome at Shady Acres retirement home. <laughs> oh, Hagrid. What wild beast have you been taming today? Right, excuse me, Tom. Who are you here to visit? What is this improv performance? <laughs> R.I.P. Michael Gambon. Is that one of us? No, no, celebrity. <laughs> Is that one of us? <laughs> That's you. <laughs> and then it really made me laugh uh, at the end when... Um, when Fudge leaves, it says that the portraits were making rude hand gestures as he was leaving. <laughs> I'd love to see that in the film where they're just like, <laughs> all these wizards dressed in these old robes. <laughs> yes. So that's all my notes for this chapter. Right. How many? <laughs> How many sets? How many sets oh, of yeah. two tangerines and a bratwurst are you giving <laughs> this episode out of five? That's your takeaway from this episode. I I really enjoyed I really enjoyed this chapter. I feel like this chapter was maybe the best chapter of the book. So far, I thought we're finally getting bloody going. We got a bit of friends, that was all right. But then this DA meeting, Dumbledore on the run. What does this mean for Hogwarts? The headmaster of the school, the only person really that's been keeping Harry safe, is now in effect a fugitive. Um, that's very exciting. It feels like what bloody hell's going to happen next? Is Umbridge going to be the head teacher? Uh, I don't know. Um, very exciting. Hagrid's got a secret bit of intrigue there. We've got a centaurs, cock and bulls hanging about. I thought it was bloody stellar. I'm going to give it a five, two tangerines and a bratwurst out of five. Wow. That is five bratwurst and ten tangerines. Well done expanding that. I myself uh, loved this chapter. <laughs> Uh, I had a fantastic time yeah. uh, listening to all of it. I thought it was so funny. For friends, all the disrespect that was going on. Uh, finally, we had some like real action. Uh, things tied together. You know, Dumbledore escaping in a ball of flame. Uh, great chapter. I can give this chapter no less than five. 
sets of tangerines and a bratwurst out of five. Now, oh, Lucas, oh, oh. are you ready for this week's episode of Quiz? Quiz, quiz, yes. quiz, quiz. Right. What is Hermione's Patronus? Bollocks. <laughs> oh, is it something like... Um, oh, it is. Otter. It's an otter. Question is it? two. Yes. Who had sneak in spots yeah. upon their forehead? Marietta What happened to Ch- Fudge's chest at the revelation that Dumbledore was behind the army? What happened to his chest? Um, his chest convulsed. It swelled. It swelled. Ah, swelled. What splattered uh, Percy's nose? Ink. Correct. And did Dumbledore come quietly? No. Yes, correct. But unfortunately, you have lost the quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Right. And now it's time for the nation's second favourite segment. (laughs) It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beat this week? Well, we have already asked this question from Slithy.ov, who was asking about Connie and Lewis Shaw, but they were asking, when are they going to be coming back? Will we be seeing them again anytime soon, Tom? Whenever you want, just I'll invite Lewis on if you want. Yeah, let's get Lewis back. I think I remember him saying last time that he felt like he'd said all he had to say about Harry Potter. So we did get him on to do uh, a double vision, didn't we? About James. Oh, what Bond. did we have him on for? Oh, James Bond. Didn't we have him on for uh, Pig Art Boy as well, or was that just me and you? No, we did have him on for Pig Art Boy as well. Yes, he's on a couple of double visions, but yeah, let's get him back on either on a main pod or on, uh, um, on what do you call it, on uh, double vision. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'm and sure. I'm sure, love to... I'm sure he'd love Where to. Where is Connie at the minute? <laughs> Here we go. We're going to get a lovely appearance from Connie. Hey, there she is. Hey, she's still got a Hogwarts top on. Well, <laughs> who would have taken it off her? I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't like to hazard a guess. Yes, How are you, you Connie? She's oh. well. She's well, right. So that's her done for another six months. <laughs> Look, there are two birds now in the Potvision podcast. It's Connie and it's the Potvision Crow. <laughs> <laughs> and Hedwig, of course, Hedwig's dropping. Now we've had another email from Isin Altinkaya. I hope I'm saying that correctly, Isin. Now Isin says, Hello, Pottervision boys. I started listening to your podcast three weeks ago and finished all the episodes today. That is incredible to listen to 120 odd episodes in three weeks. That's very impressive. 
Um, I'm a second year PhD student and I just realised that in the last three weeks I spent 36% of my waking hours listening to your podcast, amounting to 1.7% of the waking hours in my PhD in total so far. I enjoyed the podcast. It was like having friends. Well, you did have friends. It was us. There we go. Um, we're your PS friends. We're we your, friends. your friends. We're your friends we till your friends. the bitter end. End. And apparently, that's a reference to what Luna Lovegood says in the Half Blood Prince. And she hopes that she is the first one coming up with this. And it's not something I heard in an episode and convinced myself in time that it was an original idea. I think that is an original idea, Rissing. Uh, so, thank you very much uh, for listening. And, ooh, Copenhagen. She's at the University of Copenhagen. That's very exciting. Thank you very much for your Copenhagen. Copenhagen. So thank you very much. We've had another email from someone offering to transcribe all the Pottervision podcast episodes. No, thank you. And I think that's it. Um, we've got some babies. Do you want to say hello to some babies, Tom? Listen, I only said hello to three babies, you know, the ones last time. Oh, did you? So there's still three more from the list that I need to say hello to. Oh, well, would you like to do them now? Bloody hell, you don't. One sec, let me just find out where they are. <laughs> While Tom's looking, I will... There we go, got him, got him. Oh, go on, go, go, go. Right, first off, so I think I got up this far, we've got Cal Kennedy. Cal, you are on a train journey across Australia. G'day, mate. You have wandered away from your family into the quarters of the chefs. As you're on a train... Uh, there's a lot of movement side to side. Whoa, whoa. A chef's bowl falls off the counter on top of your head. You start crawling around, bashing into things. A chef picks you up, throws some salad on top, and takes you out to one of the first-class dining customers for you to be eaten. He places you onto someone's plate, onto someone's uh, serving uh, mat. But just before they dig a fork into the salad, not seeing you, yeah, they get a bite of salad. Mm. You narrowly avoided that. They go in for a second stab. This one is surely to get you in the gut. I am sat across this dining passenger. I slap the fork out of their hand. Raise you out of the salad and you're covered in dressing. Delightful. I send you back to your mum and dad. Lovely. Thank you very much, Cal. Next. Uh, I believe the next person on your list is Emma Mayhew. Emma Mayhew, who is a baby Draco. Yes. Emma, it is bring your baby to work day. You've been brought into the office by a parent. You are, uh, they've decided to put you in a drawer because you are a baby. You're sat there. They've given you a stapler to play with. <gasps> the boss comes over and starts giving your parent a scolding. Oh, because you've been, I don't know, he's, he's a very bad employee and he shouldn't have brought his baby to work <laughs> because that is not a day that his business 
offers. Oh, there's a lot of shouting. Uh, the boss kicks the desk. All of a sudden, your parents' hot mug of coffee begins to fall. It is going right for you in the drawer. I am another customer, not a customer, employee at this office. I throw my head in the way, in the way, take the burn upon my face and neck, and your parent turns to me and says, "Thank you for saving the baby, but that is not an excuse to kiss them." <laughs> Thank you very much, Emma. Next, we've, uh, we've got, got another patron. A bit. Oh, go on. Go on. It's Abby Yorel. Yorel. Yes. Abby. Abby, 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 Abby. You are a baby bison. Yeah? You are walking along with your bison family. I don't think this makes sense, but a group of tigers or lions decide to hunt you. <laughs> Maybe lions, yeah. Maybe <laughs> lions decide to hunt you. They just see that you're the weakest of the pack and they begin to pounce on you. Um, all the other bisons look by in shock and astonishment. Something snaps and they begin to stand up for themselves. They begin trampling the lions, honestly, beating them to death, throwing them in the air, never, not realising what strength they had in this herd. The lions retreat. You are injured. I take you away from your family, which they do not like. I put your legs <laughs> in splints. <laughs> Heal you back to normal. And then give you back to your family. Oh, that's lovely. Oh. And uh, you up for doing a few more? How many more you got? Oh, as many as you can do. <laughs> We'll do some more next week. All right, some more next week. Well, we're very lucky, actually. You know, lots of people are joining the Patreon and uh, more than we can do in every podcast episode. Uh, but we will get the messages to you as soon as we can. Uh, I say that, we probably could have done more, but as soon as we'd like to. I've got my allergies are killing me. Yeah, yeah he needs to get back into bed. Uh, but yeah, just before we go, that was the end of Hedwig's droppings. But this has been the Pottervision podcast. A quick uh, announcement, really. Tickets are not yet available, but we will tell you the dates that we've got booked in in January, just for you to keep a note in your diary. We are going to be in Manchester on the 5th of January. That's a Friday. We're going to be in London on the 7th of January. That'll be a Sunday afternoon. And we are going to be in Liverpool on the 12th of January which is also a Friday night. And for every one of these dates, we're going to be doing our brand new uh, show that we've uh, put together in Edinburgh based on the Chamber of Secrets. And then in the second half, we'll be doing a live podcast episode recording. So we would love to have you there because they're going to be three really exciting shows. Um, we're going to be at the Angel Comedy Club that we've been to a few times before in London. Uh, and then in Manchester and Liverpool, we're in a couple of new exciting venues. But tickets will soon be available uh, for them, and we'd love to see you there in January. And what a perfect Christmas present to give to somebody. 
for the for the show in January. And yeah, just a reminder, we've got this live Halloween recording online on the 29th of October. Uh, if you join us at the Patreon on any level, you can have access to that. But next time, we will be on episode 125, and it will be chapter 28 of book 5, Snape's Worst Memory. Ooh. You have been a tree-felling Tom Lawrenson. And you have been a pair of tangerine, tangerines sat between a brat verse Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision.